0: Greetings from Viva Las Visionaries. My name is Tiffany Stiles. Today I am serving a shot of sunshine and lighthearted leadership through this podcast brought to you by the Women's Research Institute of Nevada, also known as WRIN. I am currently a woman business owner for two local coffee shops, the Jolt Coffee Co. and Tiabi Coffee and Waffle. Today's episode is about pivoting in an unpredictable future. My first reaction in the pandemic shutdown was a sinking feeling, and my first thoughts were, what can I do to help my employees and provide answers and comfort for them? I have created strategy plans for scenario- scenarios like this in my business journals, but I never imagined that I would have to actually put these into action. I immediately checked with Sam and Jay, my store managers, and we came up with a strategy plan together. We answered the questions of what will happen to the staff, will we stay open, and how will we stay open as a business. What worried me the most was dealing with unemployment and how we were going to pay all the open, bu- open invoices for the company. I also worried about my employees getting unemployment assistance, but because I laid them off early on, all of them received unemployment pay. I was also worried about my customers, and I often wondered how they're handling what happened. Was anyone infected with the disease, and how can we still reach them during a lockdown? First thing we did in our plan to survive was sell any existing inventory that would go bad in the next week, so we didn't lose any money on cost of goods. Tiabi and the Joel turned into a marketplace, selling anything we had, and we actually sold most of it. We actually had people calling to ask if we were selling items too. Next was what can we do to reach our customer base now? What would bring people hope or a sense of comfort? I often ask myself what I would want to see from my local coffee shop and how we can reach guests at home. As we began to answer these questions, we created new items like the Tiabi Care Box, featuring a coffee and waffle pack for four. I also had an IG contest giving free care boxes to four nominated health professionals. At The Jolt, we started to provide meals for our senior community that are at risk, and this was great because we were used to feeding them every week. And our entire staff at The Jolt were like, what about our seniors? Giving them meals every day gave us passion and inspired us to keep on going because we are serving a strong purpose in a time of uncertainty. We did reduce hours at Tiabi by two hours, and at the Jolt, we were only offering curbside pickup. When word got out that we were doing senior meals for the center, we were then contacted by members of the board at the center and they put us in contact with Elizabeth Blau of Blau & Associates. And she brought us onto Delivering with Dignity, an organization that sprouted from COVID-19 and now has provided over 100,000 meals to the Las Vegas community. I never expected to be doing mass catering for this long, but I am so happy to be a part of this. Not only have we found so much purpose and a sense of community outreach, but we were actually able to rehire all 12 of our employees from both Tiabi and The Jolt, as well as bring on some contractor cooks to handle the volume. We have done large caterings before, but not on this level or volume. To give you an idea, we are doing anywhere from 1,000 to 1,300 meals a week. This is a big change for a coffee shop. I also ran into several scenarios that I'm sure everyone has dealt with, like price gouging, no rice, no paper products the price of beef and chicken almost tripling Um, we had to get really creative to make sure that individuals in the programs were still receiving proteins and fiber in their meals incredibly we have had we've also had food donated to us and so many volunteers help participate in the deliveries we truly feel blessed I learned that the true strength of a business is in how you adapt in adversity and our connection to our community. Tiabi and the Jolt were so embraced by our communities that we served pre-COVID-19 that it was those communities that helped us when we needed it the most. I had customers chat with me on Instagram and Facebook just to see how we were doing and I was doing the same. Just hearing that our customers were safe and healthy made our day. Last September, I ran into one of my Jolt customers in New York City, and we were at the same noodle restaurant. Talk about small world. But this same customer gave me advice at the beginning of this year when I saw them at the center. This advice has stuck with me and grew new meaning with COVID-19. It's a quote by Nelson Rockefeller. Wherever we look upon this earth, the opportunities take shape in the problems. This idea rings true to me every day, and I push myself to focus on these opportunities. As a female business owner, I would say that I found myself in a nurturing role. I was constantly checking in on my neighbors and making sure that they were healthy and kept on sharing ideas as to how we were going to pull out of this together. I visited all my neighboring businesses to check in and see how they were doing as well and what their plans of action were. In our actions to help the community, the community helped us too. We have had so much help. Rich's Cookies donated 10,000 cookies. Green Our Planet, an organization that helps local schools garden and grow vegetables, donated several grocery bags of fresh vegetables from Hollingsworth Elementary. Major food companies donated ingredients like olive oil, trumpet mushrooms, and steaks for us to serve. My family and staff delivered the meals when we had no one to deliver to our at-risk community. United Way provided us with masks and gloves for safe operations, and we had many community members donate more time and volunteer, volunteer help as well. I'd like to add that self-care is everything during this pandemic. To take good care of myself, I made sure I ate well, cooked a lot at home, and did a home workout routine. I also took a lot of Epsom salt baths and spent time in my backyard when it was cool and just took it took in the quiet before returning to work I also had a quarantine crew aka my brothers and cousins that I saw often and we barbecued a lot I also spent a lot of time reflecting and researching what other people are doing in my industry to succeed here's my advice to other business owners Don't worry too much about your profits because looking at those numbers will only bring you stress. We didn't see this coming, And the first quarter of this year looks like a distant dream compared to the agonizing numbers of March and April. Unless you are in industries that are benefiting from the pandemic, like medical, grocery stores, and large suppliers, um, what I recommend is to first stabilize your business and make sure that your cash flow is good. Then spend most of your time connecting with your community, increasing your customer base and truly finding a way to support your customers. This is a time for you embody hope and support on different levels. One of the best products of this pandemic is the new relationships I've made and the strengthening of older bonds that I've had over the years. We are at a new frontier and as much as it's scary, I'm excited for the challenges. I'm thankful every day for the opportunities that I've been given and I truly appreciate the staff I work with. In this experience, I've learned so much about myself and how strong our community actually is. Thanks all for listening and to WRIN for letting me share this information. You can find out more about them on unlv.edu WRIN or follow them on Facebook. At New Leadership NV is how to follow their updates on Instagram.